When disaster strikes, will you be ready? This September is National Preparedness Month. It's a time to remind all of us of some steps we can take now to be ready with some actions before, during, and after an emergency. That next incident may be a tornado, flood, power outage, or fire, but whatever it is, you can make sure you're equipped to handle anything we may encounter. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Andy Highland. I am a resident of Johnson County and I work in the communications department at Johnson County Government. My two guests are here today to talk about how residents can take control during a disaster. And that may be a natural disaster, a power outage, or some other event. And Claire Kanan works in our emergency management division here in Johnson County. And so, Claire, can you introduce yourself and maybe tell us a little bit about your role? Absolutely. Uh, thank you for having me, first off. Um, I always enjoy being on this podcast and sharing all kinds of tips for people to be better prepared. But I am with a as Andy said, Assistant Director of Community Preparedness with Emergency Management, which is a division of the Johnson County Department of Emergency Services. Um, in my role, a lot of my responsibilities uh, evolve around organizing community outreach and education opportunities, as well as leading the training and exercise program for the Emergency Management Division. Excellent. That's great. And we also have joining us Kelly Fry, whose day job is Communications Manager at Water One, but She's here with us to talk a little bit about Notify Joko. Kelly, why don't you introduce yourself to us real quick? Hi there. Yes, thanks for having me. Kelly Fry, Communications Manager with Water One. I've been with Water One for over 10 years now, and I love communicating about water to our customers. And of course, emergency response is part of that. So um, I'm on the marketing committee for Notify Joko to try to bridge that gap of communication of how we let folks know about this amazing emergency alert system um, and how we use it in the county. Great. Claire, why don't we uh, start with you? And as somebody who works in emergency management, preparedness, I know, is on your mind every single day. But what are some high-level things people ought to be considering during this September National Preparedness Month to help make sure they're getting ready for disasters? Yeah. There's lots of things that people can do to get better prepared for a disaster, and I totally understand it can be overwhelming, um, but we always try to start with the very basics of have a plan, build a kit, and be informed. Um, having a plan, it's as simple as setting your preparedness goals and having a plan. If you live with others, making sure that everyone in that household knows what that plan is, and even when you have the opportunity to practice that plan, and then talking about it and making sure everybody is on the same page with what they're going to be doing. Um, building a kit, an easy to grab backpack or duffel bag filled with some essential items to get you through those first 72 hours following a disaster. Uh, water, granola bars, chargers, medication, extra clothing are just a few of those things. Um, and then being informed, knowing how you're going to receive emergency notifications, knowing where the trusted sources are on social media, the news media, um, local government, social media sites, uh, emergency management, the National Weather Service, um, knowing where you can go to get additional information when an emergency or disaster is happening. And you talk about knowing where to go to get that additional information. I think one of the things you're going to be doing this month is you're going to be posting some stuff about National Preparedness mm -hmm. Month on your social media. 
So talk a little bit about what people can expect to see there and where they can find it. Yeah. Um, so you can find us on social media at Joko Emergency. Um, and throughout the month of September, we will be posting uh, the 30 Days, 30 Ways social media campaign, um, which basically every day we will provide a different tip or activity that um, people can do or uh, go follow up and get more information on that leaves them better prepared for any disaster or emergency that they may experience. Um, we're also going to be able to pinpoint tools and resources that are available to folks to help them complete those activities. And, and so when we say emergency or disaster, what kind of things are we talking about? I mean, I know it can range the gamut. And I know from my own experience in this world, people say sometimes it's best to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know if I don't know if we're going to have one of those. But what kind of things are we talking about? doesn't hurt to prepare, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> prepare for anything. Um, no, so emergency can be anything that is serious, unexpected, um, often dangerous situation, and it will require immediate action to stay safe. Um, when we're talking about emergencies, especially here in Kansas and Johnson County, the first things that pop into people's minds are tornadoes, those severe weather emergencies, uh, tornadoes, thunderstorms, flooding, hail, um, the strong winds that we've recently experienced with some of the storms um, can actually, they're actually hurricane strength winds, but we don't actually get hurricanes here in the middle of the United States. But um, so those types of situations. But then to expand on that, we also want folks to remember that emergencies can be things like fire or hazmat spills, um, civil disorder, active shooters, national emergencies, pretty much you name it. If it's something that's going to disrupt your day-to-day -day life and your day-to-day -day operations, we want people to have even just a very basic idea or plan of what they would do in a situation like that. Very good. Very good. And you mentioned your 30 days, 30 ways tips. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you have just a couple of those that you could share with us, maybe one that's your favorite or a couple that, that are particularly helpful. Yeah, um, I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, you know, the one that I didn't really think about, you know, or ever considered doing was actually having a tornado drill or fire drill in your home. Um, I think our youth, I mean, all of us as, as kids experienced those kinds of drills in our schools or wherever we may be, but, um, and you talk about it, but then I was like, oh, to actually do that in your home, it makes a lot of sense. You know, you have these plans, you know what you're going to do when you're at school, but if the tornado comes and it's at night or it's early in the morning, what are you going to do in your home? Do you have a safe space? Do you know if there's a fire in your house, how you can get out? Do you have a trusted neighbor or another trusted adult next door that you can go and talk to, to reunite with your family if you have to leave your home? Um, and so actually having your household go through that process of conducting a, a drill to practice your plans. I thought was like, well, that something as simple as that, but it makes so much sense. Um, and then the other one was uh, ready.gov gives a lot of uh, tips and resources for low cost preparedness. Um, it doesn't have to cost a lot or anything for some of these preparedness tips to, to get things gathered. A lot of the items that people put in their disaster response kits or their, their safety kits, their go kits, whatever you call it, are things that you already have in your home. And just looking at that list, being like, oh, I can put all these things together in one space, put it in my my shelter, my location, wherever I'm going to be, wherever I need it in my car. Um, I was like, it's nice to know that there is a low cost option for a lot of these things so that everybody can be prepared for emergencies. 
For sure. You mentioned also ready.gov. I think there's a lot of great information posted there. And when I was looking at it, uh, talking, getting ready for this, this show here, I think one of the things I noticed was that there's a theme this year that they're starting to focus a little bit more on older adults and how older adults can prepare specifically. Do you have any information about that? Yeah. Um, so older adults are disproportionately impacted by the types of weather-related emergencies and natural disasters that we are seeing become increasingly um, more frequent and more severe. And so as older adults, they also have chronic illnesses. Uh, there's functional limitations that they may experience or disabilities that make them especially vulnerable. Um, so they can be a population that, that folks don't realize may need to take some extra steps to be the best prepared they could be for response to these emergencies or disasters. Um, they can prepare for disasters the same as, as other, um, all ages, which is by knowing their risks, knowing what the things are that they're going to need help with, uh, building a kit, developing a plan, and getting involved. Um, I also encourage families and friends of folks who have maybe older adults in their families to make sure you're checking on them regularly, uh, sharing your plan with them, and making sure that if something does happen, if we are uh, finding ourselves in severe weather that you are checking on them. If the power goes out, goes out, make sure you are following up with them, making sure they have what they need. Very good. Very good. Great information. I, I think, Kelly, I, I want to go to you now to talk about Notify JOCO, which is a, a wonderful service that we have here in Johnson County for residents, it, if, if they can take some steps to take advantage of it more fully. So I think, why don't you just start by describing what Notify JOCO is and how you're connected with it. Sure. So Notify JOCO is an, a mass alert system for residents of Johnson County. Um, what I really like about it is someone can go to the website and sign up for up to three locations. So as a parent, of course, I have my child's school in there. I used to have his daycare. Um, you can have parents or your work location um, and really get targeted emergency alerts about those specific locations. It's free. You can get all kinds of alerts that way. Um, and it's a really good way for all the cities in Johnson County to come together and work together on emergency responses. So what kind of messages can you get through that system? What kind of messages are sent? Well, of course, you can get water alerts. So that is the primary way Water One notifies customers of water outages or main breaks um, because we can target those specific areas and get the messages to the people who really need it. We really love uh, using Notify Joko for that. It's the only way uh, we send those alerts. But you can also get city services alerts. So let's say College Boulevard is going to be closed due to a parade or a run. Then you can get alerts and be notified of that. Um, of course, emergency alerts, weather alerts, um, so all kinds of, of different emergency alerts, and then also just city impact alerts. Wonderful. And how can people sign up to receive alerts if they're not already? Sure. So there's actually multiple ways you can sign up. You can go to our website, uh, notifyjoco.org, and create or your profile there. It's free. Again, you can just plug in those up to three addresses to associate with your profile. Um, you can also text Notify Joko to 888-777 and Notify Joko, all one word, and then it'll auto enroll you and send you an email to complete your registration that way. And I know when I get an alert, it, I, I often get pinged on multiple devices because that's the way I wanted to sign up. Can you talk through what kind of uh, methods people have to, will, how they will 
how will they will receive an alert when it goes out? Sure. So that's the great thing about this system, too, is we realize people like to be contacted in all forms of ways, maybe all the ways or maybe just one. <laughs> so you can kind of choose if you would like those alerts via text, phone call, email, um, and we can send those alerts to you those ways. And who provides those notifications? You mentioned Water One is, is who who's behind the scenes uh, in, in doing that usually? Yeah, so there is usually a um, dedicated person for each jurisdiction in our area who sends those alerts um, based on whatever their city uh, needs. So, for instance, I think like Overland Park, maybe for their fall festival, will close, you know, send out alerts saying their street closures. And like Water One, of course, we just send out water usage alerts. So each of us use it for uh, different different events and emergencies. And Claire is, is I want wanted to bring you back in real quick just to talk about how Notify Joko works with the rest of the um, kind of notification systems that Johnson County has uh, to alert people during an emergency. It's not the only thing. It's not the only way you can find out what's going on, right? Correct. And that is uh, a message that we really try to put out there um, before, during, after emergencies is to have multiple ways to receive alerts. Um, not one way is fail-proof. So we want to make sure that uh, people are getting the information uh, that they need when they need it. Um, so signing up for Notify Joko is a fantastic first step to do that. Um, sign up to get the notifications, make sure you're receiving them the way you want to receive them, text, phone, email. Um, but then also we do have the outdoor warning siren system in Johnson County that is utilized if there is a tornado warning um, issued for the area, those sirens will get sounded. Um, and the message that we want people to take from those is that um, it is their intention is to alert people who are outside to go inside, seek shelter and seek additional information, um, figure out what's going on, but seek shelter first and get safe. Um, and then follow up to find, you know, those trusted media sources uh, to get additional information about what's going on. Um, so those are, are some ways we also uh, recommend folks looking into getting a NOAA all hazards weather radio that can be programmed specific to your uh, county or your location. Um, that is something that you can have in your home that puts off a loud siren sound <laughs> in, in your home. Um, because the outdoor warning sirens are not intended to be heard indoors. And so um, you can't rely on those to alert you inside. Um, but then, like I said, just having those trusted news sources, uh, emergency management, social media, National Weather Service, uh, just county government entities that uh, can give you more information about what you need to be doing to stay safe. Thank you. And, and Kelly, is there anything else we should know about Notify Joko or why people should sign up? I think just to stay informed, you know, all, all we want to do is give you information to help you get through your day or get through your week and make sure that you stay safe. So it's not a system that sends out a lot of notifications. They're only specific emergency or city notifications that you can select. So I definitely encourage folks to do that. It's specific to you and your life and your area, and it will help you plan for your day. Very good. And thanks to all of you for sharing such good information today. And just to summarize a few items we covered and where to learn more, uh, this September is National Preparedness Month. You can follow along at Johnson County's social media accounts. You should sign up for Notify Joko Alerts at notifyjoko.org. And to learn more about Johnson County's emergency management efforts, you can visit jocogov.org slash department 
slash emergency hyphen management. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.